If you hate anxiety and want to learn what you can do to get rid of it, then you're in the right place. I'm Larry Quicksall, a mental health therapist with 30 plus years in the field. I've spent the past decade specializing in helping those with severe anxiety disorders, and today I'm bringing my knowledge, insight, and experience to this podcast. My goal is simple, to help you escape the pain and frustration of anxiety so you can better enjoy your life. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. So what's this connection between anxiety, stress, and weight gain? Because that's something that a lot of people talk about, is when they're under stress, they start gaining weight. Well, let's take a look at that. You know, what are some of the uh, reasons that uh, that might be involved? And there's three key ones. Uh, One is the release of cortisol which is uh, often described as a stress hormone into our body. I'll go into more on that in just a moment. As well as excess eating. A lot of times people, whenever they are stressed or whenever they are experiencing anxiety, they will eat more. Uh, Call it nervous eating. Call it stress eating. And there's often the, the urge to eat more comfort foods or emotional foods, which are typically not healthy. Most people are not eating, uh, you know, carrots. They're not eating uh, cabbage. They're not eating uh, a salad for stress eating. They go to the sweets or they go to the fats. And, and so the excessive eating can cause it, as well as just inactivity. A lot of times when people are under stress, when they are experiencing anxiety, they are not getting out as much. They are more withdrawn. They are more sedentary. And so the inactivity can also play a part in uh, weight gain for, uh, for folks during times of stress and anxiety. Uh, if we look at um, cortisol in a little bit more detail, I'm going to just uh, share with you what uh, WebMD has on their site. And it says, think of cortisol as nature's built-in alarm system. It is your body's main stress hormone. Uh, and it works with certain parts of the brain to control mood, motivation, and fear. So what are some of the things that cortisol does? Uh, According to this article, it says, it manages how your body uses carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. And it's going to manage it not in it for you being in a relaxed general state, but when you are under stress or when you are in your fight-or-flight mode, your sympathetic nervous system is involved. It also keeps down inflammation. Hey, that sounds good. It regulates blood pressure. Okay, that sounds good at first glance. But again, it's doing so with the notion that you are in a fight or flight situation. It increases your blood sugar because you're going to need more energy to you know, escape whatever the threat is. It controls your sleep-wake cycle. So what that does is, you know, if you're in a life-threatening situation, you're not really needing to fall asleep. So it's going to activate, you know, your your ability to stay awake more. We sometimes call that insomnia. And it boosts your energy so that you can handle the stress and restores the balance afterwards. And that's all well and good whenever it's short-term. But what happens when you have ongoing stress, ongoing anxiety? Well, here's some of the problems that can occur. 
uh, it will uh, make the anxiety or depression worse. It creates uh, and sustains headaches. It can lead to heart disease and heart issues because your body's not supposed to be experiencing cortisol or adrenaline on an ongoing basis. Causes problems with memory and concentration. There can become issues with digestion because that is not considered a high priority whenever you are in a life-threatening situation. So it adjusts its functioning, and if that's ongoing, now all of a sudden you can start with digestion issues, either in the upper or lower digestive tract. Sleep issues, again, insomnia, and weight gain. So those are some of the key problems with cortisol. Uh, that uh, whenever we have too much. So the key to long-term reduction in whether it's weight loss or other issues that are associated with the stress hormone cortisol is what do you need to do to actually change how you pursue, or I'm sorry, how you perceive situations that are not life-threatening but your body is thinking it that way. What are things that you need to do in order to change that? That's what we're going to be getting into in this podcast. That's what we're going to be looking at as permanent solutions because quick fixes aren't the solution. Taking another medication to try to reduce cortisol instead of trying to reduce the perceived anxiety, you know, that's that's not the, the route to go in my opinion. So let's work together on ways to help reduce stress and to reduce the symptoms of anxiety in a non-chemical way. All right, that's going to be it for today, and we will dig into this wonderful topic of anxiety next time. So if you hate anxiety as much as I hate anxiety, why don't you share this podcast with some of your friends? Post it on your, your social media. Help others find what this podcast. If it's helpful to you, I'm sure it's going to be helpful to others. Have a great day. See you next time. The I Hate Anxiety podcast is for educational purposes only. And while I am a therapist, this podcast is not counseling or therapy. If you need counseling or therapy, seek out the services of a licensed professional in your area. And if you are in crisis, call the Crisis Call Center at one 800 273-8255 or dial 911 or your local emergency number or go to your local emergency room.